It's time for Loud Pipes. The podcast that brings you the best conversations relating to motorcycles, the riding experience, and other motoring adventures. Here are your hosts for this episode, Rich Warfield and John Maracle. Loud Pipes, episode 130. Harley has taken over the news cycle with their talk of future motorcycles. And we're excited to hear about all of the new bikes and the finish of our trip from Gettysburg. We've got my TD to the East, Million Mile Miracle, Spider Silk, Johnny John. What's happening, man? Not much, my friend. Just chilling, having a wonderful night here tonight. Having a little Jim Bean. Jim Bean? Well, I was just going to ask. Um, Why are you drinking, John? You know. <laughs> Cameron, I'm having some Jim Bean, which he's not allowed to have. <laughs> Unless I can't get him to sleep, and then, of course. Oh, then you get him an extra big shot. Nice little shot. Get it going. Get it going. Say night-night, buddy. So, how are you been doing, my friend? I mean, you got some major miles in I've seen this last month. So, I don't know. Are you trying to catch up with me? I'm trying, but every time I get on a bike lately, it seems like I end up riding with you. So <laughs> I can't outrun you if you're next to me. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yes, yes, yes. So, so yeah. what are you drinking? I just got a an old favorite, the Sam Adams Summer Ale. Keep it simple. Oh, all right, all right. So, let's get into some of this news. Well, that your beloved. Yes, hold on, hold has, on. Has oh. Got to gotta do it properly, but... Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to set the tease for later, which is we'll talk a little bit about our exit from the Gettysburg meetup. I had a couple of other meetups on the way. Had a good time in Pennsylvania when I was there, and we'll talk about that in the U-turn. Okay. Sorry. Okay. I didn't mean to jump your gun. But first, new top picks. I'm so excited for you, Rich. I'm so excited for you. I got to hear my pipes, baby. Got to hear my pipes. Yes, we are all excited, or at least all of us here at, at Loud Pipes, to hear something we already knew, but to actually see a photo of the live wire. Yep. 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 And I don't know, man. I just, we've waited so long. Now that it's sort of coming to fruition, it's a little bit, uh, not like a letdown, but it's just kind of like, eh, okay, just bring the bike out already, will you? What? What? I don't know. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not super excited today. I can't, I can't wait to see it in person. I can't wait to ride it, of course. Okay. And at a first glance, I don't know. I think they did. I think they pretty much nailed it as much as you can for a production bike. You know, we all sort of fell in love with the prototype, but I think they got the essence of LiveWire in, in this. I think they did it right. How, how much is it off by? I can't put my finger on it. There's something in the front that I don't like. It's it's a little more chunky in the middle, which we kind of expected with it needing more battery. And I don't know, maybe it's that little 
fairing on it or something. The brakes are bigger, of course. Just something in the front's not really jiving. And the worst thing for me is the lettering on the tank. That's all wrong. Okay. All wrong. It needed to be just the, the script they had on the prototype. I mean, heck, even the the silhouette bar and shield that they put on the, the ADV bike, which we'll talk about later, that would have been better on the tank. But the script they picked for this, I'm, I'm not feeling that. Hmm. It almost looks retro, and it it should be modern. Hmm. Okay. Very interesting. But yeah, it's pretty much there. I'd say it's it's seven eighths. And it's pretty cool. I know we talked about it. I think they're ta- uh, are putting Brimbo brakes on it on the front. It looks like, in my guess, and the dual calipers on the. I mean, dual brakes. I I don't understand that. I really don't understand that. Even the prototype had regenerative braking. So I'm not sure why they feel the need to put twin Brembos on the front of this thing. To stop the thing, man. To stop it. <laughs> I get it, but you're going to have some regen, and I don't know that you're going to need all that power. I mean, unless the idea is that this is more of a sport bike, like they're intending for this to just go really fast, you're going to need that yeah. to woe it down. I could see yeah. that, but I hope it has some regen. That would be cool. Yeah, I, I would. I would give it some time. I think they will do something with it. I mean, I love that it has Brembo's on it. That's cool. Good job, Harley. Yeah, I think it is. So, coming out in 2019, correct? No, or is it 2020 or 2022? <laughs> well, here's the confusing part, and I was talking to Brother Bacon about it, and I know you guys talked about it last night on Moto Nobody's recording. It'll it be out after this one. It says coming 2019. Right. Okay. So does that mean it's released as a 2019 model, which we're, we get it this month? No. From what I understand, that means it's coming August of 2019. So this should be a 2020 bike. Right. 2020 model. Right. Because the 19s will be here this month they'll be here in august correct and here's an interesting one i'm just looking at it says on their future site it says expand electronic your electric pro uh pro um portfolio and on the scenes they are planned to be available by 2022 where do you see that so go to on harley's main site go to live future bikes well, yeah, they talked about, so the, the expanded portfolio is beyond 2020. So the the live wire is coming next year. So we're about a year away okay. from seeing that. Okay. So the expanded line, this is other two-wheeled electric bikes they're imagining. And some of them even look to be as small as bicycles. Right. I've seen that. Just easy to ride. Um, twist and go is what they're saying. Maybe urban, maybe off road, but you know something lighter than a you know a, a proper motorcycle, which is All pretty right. cool. Some of the renderings look pretty neat. You know, as as always, we encourage everyone to check out the show notes, lobpipes.net slash one three zero. And if you haven't seen it, all the links will be there. Well, so my always my favorite question: Are you getting your pennies shaved up? And getting all the money all dust off because 
you know, you go back to episode three, <laughs> you talked about if this bike came out, you'll be going to buy it. That's three years ago. Uh, so hopefully you've been saving up that money since the last three years so you can go buy this bike. If you don't get this bike in your stable. Well, we're not getting, we're not getting what I rode though. Oh, there we go. I got the catch in there, huh? I'm not saying I'm not buying one. I'm just saying like this, this is not the bike that, that we rode three years ago. Right. I think it's close. I think it has the essence of Livewire, what it was and what it will be. But it, it's a little different machine. Simple as that. And I've yet to ride it, so I'm sure yeah. the the ride will sell it. Get back on it. Hopefully, it makes that same sound as before. And if it if it's faster, has a longer range, stops better, charges quicker, all that stuff. Yeah, why not put it in a garage? Yeah. Well, they can. Uh, you know, that's good for your hundred mile stints. I've got a whole year to make excuses. <laughs> or save up. Right. Start saving your save your money. You know? <laughs> save your money. Save your money and go get that nice electric bike. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, I've I, I'm I'm so pleased to see that they're still doing it. I'm I'm sad it's taken so long, but you know, when it's finally here, I think that'll be a that'll be a sweet day. Well, what's really neat about it is that you know, you heard, what was it, earlier this year, last year, the CEO said it'd be another five years, and then here they dropped it, and which is really cool. And then to not trying to come over from what we talked about on Nobody's episode number 14. Right. We'll do that again here. They had to hit the money correct as well. And I think we kind of threw around a number, I think... No, since Bacon's on live stream, I think it was really around the 12,000 range. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, to, to speak as Brother Bacon, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> $12,000 you think this is going to go for? Probably going to go more. You're out of your tree if you think this is going to cost $12,000. What do you think it's going to cost? I think a replacement battery will cost $12,000. Okay. This so bike? This is 30 grand all day. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to be sitting on the floor. Oh, yeah. The, the first, this first one that drops, $30,000. Wow. Oh, wow. Ooh. Mm. They're going to be sitting on the floor at showroom. No, wait. Okay. No, wait. Wait. It'll be $24,990, but nobody will want that one. To get what you really want, it'll be like thirty-two five, <laughs> or you know, or or the base model one will be like nineteen nine. It'll have like a fifteen mile range and a two day charge time, but the one you really want will be thirty grand. Okay. <laughs> and then the other thing we talked about was it's good to see Harley stepped out and just came out as well is that uh it's the first big five manufacturers come up with an electric bike if you really get down to it one yeah. of the major i mean the only other company on the street making big amounts of bikes is zero right and they're not one of the big 
yeah, everyone else is kind of a niche player. Yeah. And, you know, if you want to talk about it, Indian missed the boat. They had the victory in Pulse. They could have rebranded to an Indian and sold it. Well. And left it out there. Okay. I don't know if they missed it because the the victory TT rebranded Impulse. I don't know that that was a great idea. And yes, it, it got a bike on the market. Let, let's give them that. But I don't think Indian just wanted to rebrand that bike and bring it to market. That doesn't make sense. I think they want they want something like Livewire. They want their own style, maybe even their own technology, something like that. That that's just what I'm thinking. They didn't just want to rebrand someone else's baby and pass okay. it off as their own. Well, they bought it from Victory Players, owned Victory at that time, and they did the same thing. So, right, yeah, and 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 DD says it didn't sell anyway. So, <laughs> well, let's rebrand a losing bike, and guess what? It's probably still a losing bike. Well, where was it at? If it was in a Victory dealership, where I've, we found out was there all the Victories were over in a corner hiding anyway. So, why don't you put them in the main? Yeah, dealership on the floor and try to get them push them some more. Yeah, Polaris shoved Victory in the corner like a, a wet umbrella. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, so you're all happy with Livewire? Well, so all right. So you you rode me about buying one, but what do you think about the Livewire? It's pretty neat. Now, pretty neat. is it an I'll, improvement I'll over the prototype for you, or is it a letdown? I I'd have to go look at the prototype. It looks about the same to me. Maybe a little bit better. A little different. I don't know. I'm going to go to the final project. <laughs> I'm going to go to episode three. <clears throat> episode three. I can just pull it up on my laptop. <laughs> Actually, if you go to Google Drive, John. Yeah. In the Loud Pipes folder, there's an images folder. Should be one oh, there. Okay. Let me go there. Let me go there. It says, Rich on Livewire, October 6th, the year of our Lord, 2014. All right, here it is. Let me see. Now, look at, you the know, front. look at the front. The main difference is there is no fairing. It has, right. it almost has clip-ons, and the front end is so tidy on the prototype. Hmm. See what I'm talking about now? See the front? Yeah, I don't know. I kind of hmm. And the fact that it has just one brake rotor, you get to see the whole wheel, which is nice. I kind of like so. so I I actually kind of feel like I like the front nose a little more. If I was riding of the the one they're going to release, I also like how they have the fins from the battery showing instead of all covered up with plastic. Yeah. Um, well, the battery is much I, bigger. Just you can see I that. See Look at that center section. It's comment huge. about the gas tank, and I could see either one would be it. Maybe it'd be an option of what you get. But overall, you really get down to it. All the pillars and all the all the plastics look the same. Okay. Just the nose is different, and I think they got more stuff in the front of the nose. They got more like the handlebars, the mirrors, the Front column around the headlights bigger. The seat 
might be a little bigger on the back. Looks like they got passenger seat on the back of <laughs> the yeah, one right. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, right. Um, I mean, like I said, it going from a prototype to a production by a bike, I think it carried over all the essence. That part, I think it they, did. they did it. It did. Now, of course, Uh-oh. you got to see them in person because I have a feeling that battery pack is going to look enormous in person. Yeah. I just have a feeling you're going to look at that and be like, oh my goodness. Yeah, I mean, you're going to pretty much, what's in the middle of what the gas tank is on a regular bike is from top of the tank all the way to the bottom is going to be the full battery pack. Yep. But the price will be the the deciding factor. If it, if it's $30,000, it's not in my garage, that's for sure. Well, I think it's not going to be in a lot of people's garage. I hate to be that way. Yeah. If they want to sell it and get the people that are going to be trying to ride these, you're going to have to make it affordable, attractive price. You can't just say, oh, it's hardly, it's going to be add another 5000 on top of it. So that's my, that's my vote on that. All right. All right. And like you said, there's some other interesting renderings on the site. There's one that, that kind of looks like a flat track bike. That one's pretty cool. There's one that looks like a, a souped up mountain bike. I'm sure our buddy Ted, the motorcycle man, is excited for that one. He's a big right. mountain biking nut. I didn't realize that. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. What's the talking about next? Are you pushing me away from my live wire, John? Okay. Here, talk some more. <laughs> wow. All right. We can move on. I'm sorry. Now, which one do you like? Next up. You want to know which one is touching my fancy? Well, hold on. But let's let's give them a little little backgrounder. Uh huh. It would appear that there is going to be a whole new platform in the future. Yes. Starting in 2020. Yes. And starting with a range of, let's say, modern V-twins. Okay. Dual overhead cams, water-cooled, like really water-cooled. Yep. <laughs> and ranging from, I think, as low as 500cc, if I'm not mistaken yes. from the range. Yes. All the way up to a 1250. Yes. Which will debut in something they are calling the Pan America. Which, well, as I predicted, this thing? ding ding are ding. We're going to talk about this bike again. Oh, no, ADV. ADV. All right. So, yes, we'll talk about ADV. <laughs> ADV. Bacon's ADV bike. Another point so, so, for me. <laughs> so, so let's we'll back this up. I'll, I'll give you credit right now. What is today? This is episode 130, right? 130. So, 130. We have another probably. Let's see. 15 episodes? Yep. 20 episodes to go? I'll give you the reign right now that you have won the 2018 Prediction Challenge. And I think you got them almost all correct, didn't you? I'm I'm pretty darn close. The, the, the one prediction that, well, we'll find out in August, is I said there would be a new Sportster and possibly a new engine. So, I was on the right idea. There is a new platform and a new engine. It's just not called a Sportster. <laughs> well, 
I will go with this much. If you're going to go talk about that, if I read an article oh. Oh. that talks about the future custom 1250, mm-hmm. that is actually what they said. It was probably going to replace the Sportster. You know, I was watching the old Shade Tree Surgeon last night. And yeah, he was too. He feels the sports there may be done. And I hadn't thought about the sports there going away. I thought about it being reimagined, renamed, whatever. But I, I hadn't thought about it going away. But that's a darn good idea. Or he, he may be on to something, I guess is what I'm saying. Right. But I can see it, yeah. This 1250 custom model looks uh, pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what the key is going to be with something like that is? Will that? will the aftermarket support it? Of course. Harley's going to make their own catalog. No, no, no. I'm talking about real, like, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like Pitbull, aggressive, foaming at the mouth, aftermarket support. Like, look at all the parts you can get for a Dyna that they don't even make anymore. Performance right. parts, all sorts of hop-up kits, Sportsters customized a million ways from Sunday. Right. And the first Sportster came out in, what, 1957 or something like that? So they've been making the bike forever. So if the aftermarket doesn't cling on to the new platform, like look at the street, for example, the street 500 and 750. There's been some builders make some customs on them. There's some parts out there, but it's not even close to what you can do with a Sportster. Correct. So that's what I'm saying. The aftermarket's got to get in full bore. Or you can just forget it. You can park them over there in a the corner next to Buell. I think you're <laughs> going to see it. I think they'll come out with it. I mean, you're going to have people that are going to go for it. I mean, if we're going to go, well, before I go down this path, we're talking about the customer, you want to talk about the ADV bike for bacon. Well, let's start with the ADV because that's, okay. that's the biggest engine. Well, the customer has the 1250 as well, but. All right, so so Let's my opinion on the, on the Pan American is it's, you named it, they came out with it. They need to do some work on it, though. Got to tell you that. Well, like, okay, what don't you like? Nailed it. Well, number one, the seat's got to be fixed. That seat does not look very comfortable. <laughs> well, come on, you haven't ridden it, so visually you don't like it. I see, I see. It's pretty straight, no cushion, no nothing. So that's that's kind of interesting. And then when we talked about it and found out with my lessons from last night is the exhaust is too big, but it's for Euro four, which I can understand. But the problem is is that there's a big gaping hole between the exhaust and the seat that's all open. They need to I think and I looked at the Triumph Tiger and looked at it. Now Triumph has a exhaust more closer in that gap. Yeah. In that hole, put the exhaust there. Hide it. Or fill that hole in. Let you see more of the tire back and, you know, it just looks kind of weird. There's almost enough room to put the exhaust under the tail. 
get it out of the way. Well, that's what you kind of look at the, the triumph they did, but I could see the point where they don't want to because then you wouldn't ha- you'd lose travel of the rear uh, tire and hit the you know hit the exhaust and you might not want that. Well, I so I'm looking at that can piece tank belly whatever you want to call it that sits under the bike. That's already killing ground clearance from the looks of things. What the one that's coming out the side? No, the the piece where the the final the final exhaust can or the silencer or whatever you want to call it where that goes into is a box that's under the swing arm. Yeah, they think we uh think it might be the cat. It's huge and that is, looks like one of the first things to get bashed all to bits when you actually get off road. That's not going to be good. I'm sure there'll be a part for that in the accessory catalog. <laughs> Guarantee it. And five finishes. <laughs> and and what's neat is, and I think you want to go farther, is you can actually see if they do it, is Burrow Brex on the front, dual disc. So spoke wheels. Spoke wheels. Proper. And hopefully they go tubeless, as we talked about. So Well, that's what those wheels appear appear to be. Yeah. If you look at the spokes, they're on the outside of the wheel. They're out on the oh. lip, not on the inside. Baker so says it's a skid plate. They look like tubeless. Um, they appear to be tubeless. And he thinks it's the same seat that came from the Fat Bob. <laughs> well, this is also a prototype, so. Yeah, and it's kind of neat to see them doing it. I think Harley, with this whole lineup, I'm jumping ahead a little bit. It's going after the markets that they need to go to. They have to get people from different makes or different general, you know, riding to come in to the stores and not just your big cruiser bikes. So they're Yeah, I think it's trying a, it's to a get simple it's it's a simple one word strategy. It's just diversification. Right. Different bikes, different models, different types of engines. Now, they're all still twins, right? There's no V4s or anything. Yeah, I think they're all trends. Okay. So, that's not a huge reach for them, engine-wise. No. I mean, it's neat to see it. And, you know, you kind of look at what Harley's doing. You know, if you look at what Yamaha has done in Honda, I mean, they have the ADV bikes and they've gone up to big cruisers bikes you know harley had to step down to markets they have never been into yeah you know like yamaha's went into a touring class and well now they're going to harley's going to the adv world it looks pretty cool i'll give them that i'm not sure about the the mini road glide snout on this from the front but i like what they did with the graphic the the silhouette bar and shield on the tank that's well done i like that right. one Right, you have to give them time to see what they do, and hopefully things work out. Yeah, but it also appears to be a long wheelbase. There's a lot of room between those wheels under that bike. Yeah, so I don't. There does. Yeah, I don't know what. Be interesting to see what the actual numbers are on it. But it's cool. Yep. I wonder if these engines share anything with the old V rod at all. Ah. Don't know. Probably not. I mean, visually, it's a lot different, but. Yeah, I think it's different. But who knows? Never know. 
Well, we will wait and see. All right. And to Which answer the question you always ask, no, I'm not buying one. I didn't think you were going to buy one of these. <laughs> Which one are we going to next? Now, the next one does wet my whistle, though. This is something I've been looking at lately. The future model Street Fighter. So, ah. take a, I don't know, take a little bit of an FJ, Yamaha FJ, Tracer, whatever they call it, FZ. Not FJ, FZ. Ah. Get my bikes no. mixed up. No, no. Listen, no, 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 take no. a little of the FZ, no. take a little bit of the Diavel, and even if you squint, I can get a little bit of the old V-Rod in there. Mash it all up, put it in a blender, hit puree, then pour it out on the artist desk and there you go no yes no no it's <laughs> I, I'll, I'll give you this much and i'll go with it <laughs> this bike if i can make something when it comes out with the price points right i could see you on it i well, see this checking your mark because hang on yeah because i think it's going to have a sport performance to it it's going to have the v-twin it's going to have Harley's name. They're going to be able to put bags on the side because they got to be able to put bags on the back side of this thing. Somebody's going to do that. Right. And Hopefully it'll naked, have a belt. Belt drive. Yeah, I think it's going to be belt drive. Do you notice in the prototype photo, there's not even a belt on it? It's just yeah, a pulley. I see that. <laughs> I see that. And, and I see that this bike is something that you'd get into. And you are right. It reminds me of the... The Diavel, yeah. The Diavel. And if you really, and I really look at it, I bet you part of this is going to share some of the chassis and frame for the live wire. Oh, I don't know but about that. Look at the front forks, the front nose, and possibility to tank. A little bit. I think there's going to be some sharing. How much, I don't know, but I think there's going to be some sharing. I don't think so. It's, it's, it's a platform. It's a whole new platform. I don't think this has anything to do with the electric bikes. Oh. Because your attachment points are all different. You've got I don't know. Yeah. There's something to think, look at. Stylistically, it, yeah. I mean, I could the see styles this. are the same. I can see you park this next to the live wire and you could go easily. You could say, yeah, these are from the same family. Right. Street fighter, naked street fighter, V twin monster versus the electric, basically electric street fighter. Right. Street fighter slash track bike. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I really applaud this and I think this is going to draw the young crowd in. And going with that aspect, yeah. the live chat, this dangerous Dave said his son wants the Street Fighter. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So there you go. Well, pri- mean, price is gonna be price is gonna be king on the Street Fighter. This what do you think the price is gonna be at? What do I think it'll be or what I think it should be? All right, let's go with what 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 do you what do you think it's going to end up being? And then go with what you think it should be. I think it's going to end up being 18,000. Okay. What do you think it should be? About 12. Yeah. 
Well, it depends on how big it is. Okay. If this is the 950. You're right. I think it was a 99. I think they were doing 975. 975. Okay. But under a thousand. Right. Yeah. 12.5. Because I will tell you, if they don't, if they go up to 18, we're going to send the floor. Now, because if this has the, the twelve fifty, maybe you could justify eighteen. But if you're gonna go sub one thousand, and I also mean like sub nine hundred, you know what I mean? Well let's just say you go around a liter size. Well it depends okay. on depends on how premium it is. Let's look at the Diablo, right? Okay. Let's look at the Ducati Diablo real quick. And maybe you can say something install while I search for it. So where it has to go as well is you kind of look at this bike it's going against Yamaha's MT-10. If you really want to get down to it, the MT-10 bike, and I think that one's right around the 12,000 range as well. Okay, so, so that's what I was saying. Harley's going to play the premium card. The Diablo starts at 19,195. Well, if you want to get the young college kids, young crowd in there, they're not going to go drop 20K. Not going to happen. You're going to have to make it. I would say 12 would be the market price. If they're going to make it the premium card, 15. Mm -mm. If they're going premium, it's going to be 18 or more. They're going to be sitting on the floor. This might, this might, this might go all right, let me ask you a question. If it was 18, would you go buy it? No. I'd buy Why the T10. <laughs> Why? Because I Why love would you the sound of that four, that uh, cross-plane four. That's the thing that they got. If they want to sell it, they got to make the price. They got to make it so it's attractive. Okay. So, so, so far, price is key. Now, what about the ADV bike? Does price matter, or you just you just price that to the wood and don't worry about it? Oh no, that's going to make a difference too. You got to compete that with, you know, you kind of look at that. That's you got to go in the same market. You got to go with middle of the road. You can't go on a high end. You can't go low end. If you want to get people in there, you got to make the price right. So, I think we talked. I think around the twenty. What's what's I mean, the Tiger 1250s, what? Just say 20-ish. Yeah, 20-ish. You know, so you're going to have to go in that little range. So we're saying the the ADV is going to be 20K plus. There won't be one under 20K, is that what you're saying? I doubt it. I mean, they should. You know, well, hey, and the Tiger... The low end tire is 16. The XR. Hmm. So, Megan's probably yelling at me in the live stream here. Let me see. What's he yelling at me? He said 21.7. Yeah. 21.7 for the big tiger. I mean. So, I'm, I'm going to stick to my guns on the Street Fighter. I think it needs to be 12.5, like I said. Oh, I agree with you. I totally agree with you. It's got to be in that. The triumph. I mean, let's go. Let's go with another one. Let's go with the, uh, this. You know, the street. The street triple. You know, is fourteen. The new one's fourteen. 
The street triple range is only 10. Well, then there's the sales leader FZ09, which is is only 10. Yeah. And then if you go with what Yamaha MT10. Well, do you think quick. this aligns with the MT10 or the 09? I mean, come on, the, the MT10 is is an animal. Well, yeah, that's true. All right, so so we can even go with 13, 13 for an MT10. And I know the I know the 10 an animal because I have somebody arrive with that has a 10. And you put in whatever gear you want to do, it's going to do a freaking wheelie. That that's what's really sad about that bike. Or I don't say sad, but that bike will freaking just go. All right, so Bacon's or Roger's telling us the, the Ducati Monster 1200 is 15k. So uh, I don't know that this will line up with the Monster. So the MT09 is is nine. So yeah, if you did 12.5 out the door, you'll be okay. That's where it's got to be. You want the new riders? That's where it's got to be. I think it's worth considering for 12.5 if it's 18. Not to. You know, say what a what you would do or what you wouldn't, but if it's eighteen, now you can look at Ducati. Yeah, exactly. And you know, if you want to get people in there, you show that bike out for twelve. You start showing what Harley has and what they can offer. You're going to get hopefully loyalty built from it. From okay, well, and and as we know as well as Harley holds its resale value. So it's going to have a pretty good value if it holds out. So, Yeah, but I think I think you hit the nail on the head, John. I, I do like the look of this one. Oh, I... And I can't wait I to like hear it. Can't wait to ride it. And, and the thing is, I know that you want a... You want the FZ or the FJ. You love riding the R6. It's a Harley V-Twin. It's got the back where you can throw two... Have it so you can put, you know, two hard detachable bags in the back. There you go. I think you're right. I might be more excited to ride this than the liveware. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is, I think, you know, you can hit this bike a lot fast. I mean, better. If they make the performance, they got to ruin the neck out of the motor. They got to make the motor run. They can't be. It's, yeah, it's, it's got to spend 10 grand. It's got to move. Yeah, it's got to. You know, you are going, this bike is going after the sport bikers. That's what you're drawing. And this is probably, and I would probably say this is one that really gets me excited from all the lineups that came out from Harley right now. Cool. See, (laughs) Harley like that. Are you going to ride it? I'm not getting Will you test ride it? Come on. I would need to get some seat time on the two wheels first. Not even in the parking lot? Maybe. All right. Well, let's spend a minute on the uh, custom model. Okay, custom model. And everybody's agreeing. Hang on, real quick. Everybody's sitting here agreeing that it has to be 13K or less to sell. So, all right. Custom. Custom. That seat looks uncomfortable. (laughs) Says the one who rides a couch. Well, there's no padding on that thing. John. Yeah. Custom. Oh, that's Custom. Right. 
Okay. All Custom. right. Continue on. They're show bikes. Okay. Right. Yeah. They're going to sit in the trailer. Okay. Yep. Got it. Well, to to me, and I I may be alone here, but my thought, my opinion here, let me just get up on the soapbox real quick. All right. Here, let All me right. pass it over here to you. Pass it over. All right. All right. Thank you. Custom. When I'm thinking custom, you are favoring the style or a look or a feel over all other. Right? Look at look at things like your choppers and your bobbers. Do they look comfortable to you? They might be to some people, but I don't think that's priority one when you're going down that road. So that's all I'm saying. It's a custom. So the seat being uncomfortable is irrelevant. Did it put you to sleep? No, I was just letting you finish your soapbox. <laughs> I was giving you due time. <laughs> you were going to get another beer. Yeah, I was. <laughs> Busted. Well, at least you weren't taking a pee like someone else I know, Bacon. Those are funny when we do those, though. <laughs> this break is brought to you by Bacon Going Pee. Yeah. And thanks, Brother Bacon, for hanging out. And all the guys in the stream, nice group in there tonight. There's over 100 messages in my mixer. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, they're chatting up. And we got Sean in there. Uh, Roger's in there. Bacon's in there. Dave had to jump out. Big Mike's in there. Or Sir Mike. Let me get that right. Sir Mike. Sir Mike. Shame, shame. All right. So custom, yes. It's neat to see that. Uh, I don't know, though. It's If it's not a bike, I, mean, I guess that's going to be, you know, it's kind of cool to see, but yeah. I don't know. And again, again, you don't have to ride it forever. I mean, not everyone wants to get on a bike and put 4,000 miles on on a day. You know, some people just want to ride to get a slice of pizza or a beer or whatever. <laughs> You know, Roger didn't name it. He did. He did nail it. The custom is a bar hopping bike. There you go. That's there what we I'm talking go. about. All right. All right, Mike. Glad, glad before we continue, I'm glad to hear that, Mike. <clears throat> Anyways, continue on. What are we doing? So overall, I think they did pretty good. Now on it, it's interesting. Price, as I've said, as I've said repeatedly, is going to be the key. Well, since this one, we, we talked about the Sportster earlier, and since we looked at this one as being a possible Sportster replacement, now I have to look at this bike with different eyes. So now I have to start looking at the common components and the structure and sort of the way this bike is made. So you look at the Sportster as a platform, as a custom platform, you have a lot of simplicity. Simple tube frame, push rod, air-cooled engine, belt drive. You know, it's just, there's not a lot of electronics. It's yep. relatively easy to work on and customize. And I think that's what a lot of people love about the bike. So now I'm looking at this one going, okay, there's a radiator, which to many is already a non-starter, but now there's a radiator hanging off the front. It's dual overhead cams who knows what's under that lower 
fairing that you have to contend with. So you start thinking about, okay, how am I going to customize this? What's under that tank? You know, what's under those covers? When I start pulling things off the bike to customize it and make it my own, what kind of chore is it going to be to actually do that? So now that right. we've talked about this replacing the Sportster, I'm just looking at this this whole platform in a completely different light. Right. Yeah, but Harley's, I mean, I know people don't want to go with water cold or liquid cold, but they're going to have to if they want the performance and try to keep down some of the heat. Yeah, a lot of it, you know, it's a lot of it is emission driven, I'm sure. And if, like you said, if the ADV is built to Euro 4 specs, you know, there's your emissions driver right there. And and since, you know, Indian or not Indian, Harley is looking to go overseas and produce stuff more overseas because I think you guys talked about, what was it, 40 some percent is sold overseas of Harley? It's been, inc- it's, yeah, it's been increasing, yeah. So, I mean, they got to compete with those standards. And same with this, you know, if you look at the custom, look at the big, you know, exhaust pipe, big mufflers on the back. I mean, those are pretty big cans in the back. So, I mean, all right, I have to say one funny thing about the ADV bike, the Pan American. ADV? <laughs> ADV? <Yeah>. So, <laughs> I think Harley's nailed it already in the marketing because the first video I saw from them when they start talking about the adventure bike, all the riders in the video are standing up. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, I just you know, howled when I saw that. And we talked about it, was that what do you need to seat for? Because most ADV people don't sit down. <laughs> exactly. So what does it matter? So, oh, I died yesterday when I saw that. Anyway, which is true. I stood up on my KLR all the time. All right. So, final thoughts. Can we? Can we? You got anything more else? Final thoughts on the new models you want to share? My my only other thing that I'm curious to learn or understand is how close the chassis are between. The Custom, Mm -hmm. the Pan America, and the Street Fighter. Like, again, thinking about this being a modular system or or, or a platform, use the word platform, like the Softail Mm -hmm. line. You know, there should be a lot of common parts amongst those. I'm curious to know if that chassis they use for the Pan America and the Custom, are they any way related to the Street Fighter or does it have its own? You know, one-off chassis, the attachment points are all different, swing arms different. I'm just curious to learn the similarities between the three, not just their differences. And I, I think that will help the custom world. Yeah, I don't know. I think the street fire is going to be different. I, I could see the street fire leaning more towards something relation-wise with the live wire. Well, and it, yeah, it looks wrong. like it's not a complete perimeter frame. Like, like the the engine may be a stress member on the Street Fighter versus you look at the right. custom. There's a there's right. a frame that sits in. I don't know. It, it looks like it attaches to the front cylinder too. So yeah, yeah. As I flip back and forth, that's why I'm starting to wonder because I'm starting to look at the attachment points. And uh, maybe, maybe the custom and the Street Fighter do share more than I think. Yeah, and the common things that you couldn't change. It's like okay, you have to attach the frame here. That's not going to change. So I'm trying to find those points on the bikes. Interesting. And going back to your 
other pieces is on the custom talking about customizing it and if the frame does touch attached to the motor that kind of hurts on the custom world doesn't it well yes and then you can't really yeah that's no it depends on it depends on what people start to do with it right yeah i don't know i mean that may make it more difficult like one of my gripes with the scout is some of the cast parts in front of and behind the engine that most people don't change those when they do something to a scout and you end up with the center mass that looks the same on every bike Right. So the only Scout customs that stand out from the crowd are the ones that do a one-off frame. They take the Scout engine and put it in another frame. <laughs> yeah. That's the ones that really nail it because they've yeah. completely changed the look. You might have nailed it because it does look like, if you look at the Street Fighter, and I am flipping back and forth, it's where the mount points are on the engine. Yeah. Like you said, and where they attach is is key and how it changes. So, the swing arms and that's are way, completely different, but they may attach in the exact same way. And that is, I think, cost-saving measure. That yeah. If you do it so they can go across of, you know, two of the bikes or three of the bikes and sort of same kind of pieces, that saves on cost. Yeah. If, if I'm a custom builder and I say, you know what? I really love the look of this custom model but I'd like to have the swing arm and the front forks from the street fighter. So I want this tank and seat in the pipe layout, mm-hmm. but I want to go to a street fighter and I want that rear swing arm and I want the front end suspension and everything on that. I want to put it on this other bike. If all that stuff becomes interchangeable. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. Sure is. And good job, Harley. They did. Uh- Good job. I'll give him this much. I'm more impressed this year than last year. All right. There you go. There you go. There. All, All right. right. And while the the fellows in the chat room will make jokes about the gear coming out with the ADV bike, I think we need to thank some people, John. Oh, who are we going to thank tonight? Me? Can we well, thank me? I'll thank Can you. Can we thank me? I, oh, thanks, man. I do want to thank you again for running the MPC which this oh. is our first show since the MPC ended. And uh, you and Natalie get more than my thanks and praise and anything else that comes your way. You guys did thank a heck you. of a job. And I know Natalie thanks you. It was great. Uh, we are ramping up for year four already, getting some ideas. Yep. Um, we've gotten some feedback from people about what they like to see, and I think a lot of us are on point of what needs to change. It'll be changes for next year. It should be very exciting. And people really enjoyed the goal. So Yeah. It was a good challenge. It was. All right. So let's do that. Let's thank some people. Let's take a minute and recognize the people who continue to make our show possible. And we do that by thanking the riders of Loud Pipes for their continued support. That would be our first five riders, the OGs. Marcus, Rickard, Edward, Jebby, and Zion. Thank you, fellas. We have the Slack Pack, Chuck, Nobby Tire, Old Man Slacker, Sir Mike, and Squatchity Pete. Hey, thanks, guys. <laughs> the barbershop is Chad, and we need to welcome Stephen Case into the Riders of Loud Pipes. He's our newest member and now keeps Chad some company in the barbershop. Awesome. Thank you, sir. Much appreciated. And then we have the big group. 
Steve, Micah, Kenny, Dangerous Dave, James, Bronco Ride, Rich, Joe, and Sean, who was new last episode. Thank you for that. That's our riders group. And we have Darren, the Motorcycles and Misfits podcast, and Jared round out the insiders. So we encourage everyone to check out loudpipes.net forward slash donate, review the latest content, subscribe, check out um, everything that we have there to offer, all the different support levels. There's some pretty neat things there. And since Barber is coming up very soon. Cha-ching, cha-ching. I'm getting there. Hold on. We will be doing shirts again this year, and everyone in the barbershop will be receiving one of those. Thank you very much. Okie dokie. So get to work, John. All right. Harley Davidson aside, we finished the MPC. I rode the last of it on the R6, rode it to Ooh. Gettysburg. And back, and I'm so happy to report, I logged 1,777 miles over seven days of riding. Yay! On a super sport. Holy cow. What was I thinking? How was it? <laughs> oh, I. it's only recently that my left elbow has stopped hurting. Oh man. So much fun riding it. I burned through eight ounces of oil on the trip. But man, what a ride. Oh, talking about that. Can we talk about your oil leak? Yeah. I think, I think I have figured out your problem. Okay. So last night on Motorcycle Men, not Motorcycle Men. Wow. Edit that. Previously no- on the Motor Nobody's podcast that you will hear in the future. We had Chris from Wingman's Garage that works at a power sports dealership in Franklin, Tennessee. Okay. And we're talking about your oil problem and your oil, oil issue. And he says that the clutch plate cover that I think is where it's at, he actually thinks that's a paper gasket on the side. Uh-huh. And he thinks that is where your oil is coming from. Well, that would make sense because everything around that and all down the side of the bike is covered in that beautiful Repsol 4T synthetic racing oil. <laughs> so so that was his, I told him what we did, and then I said, I think it's coming from that. Bacon and I were telling him about it, and he's like, yeah, that's a paper gasket. And if it's been sitting for so long in its original one, yeah. you probably need to get rid of it. So, that's my recommend thinking your idea. Needs to be done. <laughs> I like Dave's idea better. He said it thinks it's a Harley. Well, if you want to put that bike on a track, you got to cut that oil. <laughs> I mean, it parks, ne- parks next to a Harley every day. It's like, oh, is that what you guys do? Okay, hold on. I can do that. And, uh, oh, yeah, uh, Sean's giving me some ideas, too. So there you go. So I think you can get some information on what you need to do. Yeah, so. we'll do that. We'll get it up on the lift and take that apart and make it so. All right. All right, continue on. So your elbows is better. Had some great riding. Mm-hmm. I did. I had another mini meetup after Gettysburg. Dad didn't get invited. Well, you went home. Oh, that's right. Didn't get invited. My foot. 
So my buddy Robert came down from the Boston area and he met me just north of Gettysburg, about 40 minutes. And then we rode north into Pennsylvania where we met up with little brother Kenny on his Kawasaki Vulcan S. Yeah, he didn't make it to Gettysburg. And then we rode some beautiful Pennsylvania back roads all the way to McBree's Tavern, which is run by my uncle, and had a couple of beers. Had a great day. Had a nice ride out of Gettysburg and meeting up with Robert. It's been a long time. It was overdue. Yeah. And he had a pretty neat idea for tracking his ride. And he rides a Sportster 1200 Custom, which he took the, I don't remember which model it was, but he swapped the skinny front tire for like the big chunky one. So now it's, it's, I don't, it's not odd looking, but it's a, it's a strange bike because it's 1200 Custom, but it has a chunky front tire on it. So it works. Looks cool. He likes that tire. But he had a grease pencil, and every time he stopped, he just jotted down like the mileage and um, what he did, you know, fuel stop, rest stop, whatever. And it was just neat. He had a whole log on his tank of the whole trip. And then when he got home, just took a picture of it, grease pencil, wiped right off, washed the bike, good to go. Thought that was cool. That is a neat idea. So yeah, I'm gonna have to copy. Uh, I have to copy that and get a couple for my bike and just start riding all over it. So. I uh, dangerous. <laughs> Go ahead. Dangerous Dave. Dangerous Dave. Dave says a forty-eight front tire. I don't know if the forty-eight was out then because he's had this for a few years now. Might be the forty-eight, but yeah, it looks like that. It's definitely a chunky front tire. Uh, oh, did we talk? Oh, you did talk about on the last show. We did talk about you and Bacon swapping bikes, right? We did. Yeah. On our okay. drunken fest round table. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we gotta talk about that real quick. So as we decided that Bacon was going to leave at six o'clock in the morning, we were gonna leave at six AM. <laughs> you fell for that. So Bacon said, Yeah, I'll be ready at five thirty sitting on at the table waiting for you. <laughs> All right, Bacon. So I go back. I go back to the cabin, go to sleep. Alarm goes off at five o'clock. Try not to wake up you and Chris in the cabin. I'm t- running around here trying to put a flashlight, being real polite. You're passed out in the ca- in the bed. You, you probably didn't even know I left. I did. I heard you leave. I take get in there, get ready, go up to Bacon's. Nobody's there. Nobody's up. Well, Why is a place? Dee Dee says, "Who answered the door?" <laughs> Hang on, Dave. I'm getting there. <laughs> so I bang on the door. Here comes Dave. Open the door. He didn't look too happy with me. And I'm sorry, Dave. Bacon, you ready? Huh? Yeah, I'm up. Oh, man. So Bacon didn't even take a shower, didn't do anything, got his clothes on. We finally rolled, I think, at 630. Did he rinse with a shot of Jack? <laughs> I don't need toothpaste. Where's the Jack? It was gone. Remember, we finished it. Oh, yeah. Oops. So, we got loaded up. We had a bunch of everything down, and off we went. 
I found out when he got home that he was a little drunk on the way, a little hungover on his way home. Oh, I'm sure. So, and he goes, I go, what, what, was, what happened, Bacon? He goes, I didn't go to bed until 2.30. Oh, and the other thing, as you guys, as you remember, so we put, posted pictures of that fire that Bacon kept going and burning us up. Yeah. Dave came with 14 pallets cut up. Oh, he had an insane amount of wood. There's only one piece left. And dangerous Dave, correct me. It was actually 620. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> 620, Dave. I, uh, we booked it out of there. Yeah, and Chris, so, yeah. Chris got up, I think, about an hour after you did. Chris was up with me, and I, and he said bye, and he was going to say bye to Bacon, but then he went back to the room and got around and stuff. And you rode out with Dave, correct? You you helped out Dave getting... I did. Yep. Finished putting everything away, and I had to wait for the office to open to check out, and then when, you know, when he left yes. with the camper, then I headed out, too. Yeah, and Bacon and I hauled it down, 15, went across, back across, remember that 77 where we found that minivan that was going so slow? Yeah. We wanted back across that road. <laughs> no minivan in front of us. Zoom. Zoom, zoom. And then we got on the highway and zoom, zoom. Now you guys didn't take the skyline, right? No, 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 we we took eighty one all the way. We we booked it pretty good, and Bacon and I split right around twelve. No, not twelve. Uh, like ten twenty, and a bunch of guys from down here in Dragon Crew um, knew I was coming back, and they uh, said, uh, "Hey, uh, Westcott, you're back in." So they met me in Danville. That's cool. Right, we're a little after twelve o'clock, and we rode. They escorted me back into the state, so it was pretty cool. Rode in with them, so very nice, very nice. Yeah. Well, and you Baker were in says twelve hour because you had a quote unquote nap in the middle of the day <laughs> for like four hours. I, I was whooped, <laughs> man. I was whooped. Uh, you're never, you're not going to live that one down, John. It's okay. That's going in the I took book. a nap. I took a nap. <laughs> oh, and then, oh, that's right. On the way back, I, uh, bacon stopped at, uh, the Tennessee visitor center, fell asleep on a concrete picnic table for 30 minutes. So he took a little snooze. All right. Well, I think that was the end of my trip. I rode back to, let's see. I, Oh, Talk a little bit about my time in Pennsylvania. So I went up to spend a couple of days with my dad, who turned 70. Happy birthday again. And we just hung out for a couple of days. It was a lot of fun. Took him to the casino, played some video poker, played some slots. And then while we were over there, it was in Monticello, New York, we decided, you know what? Orange County Choppers is not too far from here. Should go check it out. No. Haven't been over there in like 10 years. So we'll go over, take a little tour. It was raining like crazy that day, just like monsoon weather. Just walking around the shop, or sorry, the gift shop, looking at bikes and things like that. Got some swag. And then we decided to do a little tour. And you know the show is back on, right? We talked about that before? Uh, I think so, yeah. You said it was back on. Yeah. So they were Late. filming that day. There was a camera crew in the shop working. 
And as we ended the tour, they kind of held up the tour and they told us all to sort of wait, you know, and not just bolt out of there and didn't really know what was going on, but we we're all just standing around waiting. And then sure enough, Paul senior comes on out, takes pictures cool. and shakes hands and it was pretty cool. Chatted with him for a few minutes. It was neat. Awesome. So yeah, nice I, mean, guy. I was a fan of the show. I watched Mac and Chopper for years, so it was pretty cool to meet him. A more civil and in, in, in person and in, uh, <laughs> yeah, nobody was throwing chairs around or anything. It was it, it was, was pretty young. civil, but it was neat. And mainly it was for my dad. He had a great day, and you know couldn't be happier doing stuff like that. And we went to some bike shops afterwards. We went to Paul Junior shop. That was a slightly different vibe that we won't talk about. And just had a good day. Awesome. Glad to hear that. Yeah. Oh, and then so I rode back to DC. I had to work for a couple of days before I finally got back home after my trip and spent uh, half a day with our buddy Chris from college up around cool. Baltimore. So that was fun. Awesome, man. Sounds like you had a great couple of weeks of riding and getting away and having a mini vacation. Yeah, I just toured around the country, meeting people, kissing babies, shaking hands. Well, that's what I'm trying to do in October, man. A large scale, though. Yeah. Yeah, you've got probably. a little more riding to do, my friend. Hello. I got a little more riding. So I think that's it for the U-turn. Unless you have anything else, I I have a listener request, and then I think we can do a downshift. It's been a while. All right. What's 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 a listener request? Well, we need some help on the spend my money, and this is for Brother Bacon and Amp for the Alaska oh. adventure trip. Oh, the Alaska adventure trip. Oh. Yeah. So I just want to remind everyone the criteria and just get people to. You know, send us possible bikes that they think would be good selections. You know, send us email, use the feedback link on the website, social media, whatever. Just let us know. I got Bacon's bike. I got got Bacon's bike. Okay. Harley ADV bike. (laughs) Well, I'll give you the criteria first. What? No, 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 no. There's no criteria. Bacon's going to have the Harley ADV bike. Okay. Two and a half weeks to Alaska, nine to 10 hour days. Mostly tarmac. They do want the ability to go off-road, possibly some log log roads and some rougher stuff in Alaska. Good amount of luggage. They're camping as much as possible. $16,000 all in is the budget. Sorry, not getting a Harley ADV. And it's a a keeper after the trip. Modern. Needs to be a modern motorcycle. And mid-range torque is muy importante. So there we go. Will that still be Harley's Pan America? And I just hung up on John. (laughs) Hello. Hello. (laughs) This is John. (laughs) What, What did you do? I reached over to dismiss an alert and I hung up. <laughs> so you still think it's going to be a Harley ADV with that criteria? No, probably not. Okay. Probably not. Sean's giving us his recommendations. So BMW 1200 GS. Oh, come on. That's an easy one. So I don't know. And Bacon said modern. 
Sorry, go ahead, John. I don't know. I that's going to be an interesting trip. I uh, you call me crazy. That's even crazier. My trip. Mm. No, you are crazy. They they haven't done it yet, but you are crazy. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, I got a crazy trip next week. So, all right. Well, you can tell us all about it next week. <sighs> no, I won't because uh, I'll be getting ready to go on that trip next week. Okay. I can maybe drag in Brother Hogan next week. Or Bacon. Bacon, you around next week? No, I'll be around. This has to be Wednesday night. Can't be a Thursday night. All right. All right. Two quick events before we go. The 14th annual festival that we enjoy in Alabama called... What's it called, John? The Vintage Festival. The Barber Vintage Festival. And Man, after that, that jar must be full. After Jars. that, John is taking a West Coast tour of epic proportions from the 7th to the 21st of October. And if you want to give the details, I'll leave that to you. Uh, sure. Dangerous Day. Not Dangerous Dave. Which Dangerous Day was going? Uh, Roger. <clears throat> not be mm-hmm. tired is coming out from Oregon with his dad and coming in to Barber. And then Sunday morning, we are getting up and we are heading west. Okay. We uh, have had a few changes of plans. Uh, Chad and Jenny were going to join us in Dallas and continue on. But um, the the uh, they had some issue come up and their son has joined the military so they have said they can't make it so they can go to uh, his graduations and stuff so glad to see their son join the military and support our country that's cool and then uh so roger and i are still and his dad are still planning on going west we're going to uh miss aim we're still going to skip the aim events and we're going to do sightseeing and still do the grand canyon and Death Valley and Yosemite, and then we're going to split some point in time right around there. Not sure if they're going to go to Yosemite with me or not, but then I'm going to San Francisco, spend a few days, and then I'm heading back east. Wow. And my plan is going back. I got a couple of long days to haul because I'm trying to be home. I like to be home by Saturday night. That might have changed after last night, where I might try to be maybe home. Probably Sunday now, <laughs> or something. I don't know. I haven't figured that out yet. So, yeah, it should be a fun time. I I want to meet up with uh, Big Joe. Is my part of my plan is to go to Arkansas, meet up with Big Joe on the way back. And I haven't really talked to much to the person, but might meet somebody up in Oklahoma City. Very nice. Yeah, so we'll I have few- fun, shoot some video, take some pictures, call in from the road once in a while. Yeah, I, I will. I will. So we'll have to do a map like, where's John? Yeah, well, I can maybe do something with that. So, um, and while we got it, let's go. You want to shoot about Sean and his ride he's got coming up? Um, yeah, one of our newest members of the clubhouse or the Riders of Loud Pipes, uh, Mr. Sean Birch is doing the Distinguished Gentleman's Ride this fall. So search for 
search for him on there and donate for a good cause. It's, it is a good cause for men's health. And I may try to do that in Charlotte this year as well. It'd be fun. I know, um, I know Micah does it or has right, done it Mike in the past. Does, yeah. Yeah. He, I think he's done it the last two years. So yeah. Pretty cool. fun. I'll take my R6. That's vintage, right? 18 years old. No. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Vintage isn't at 20. <laughs> I don't know what's vintage, but fun ride anyway. Yeah. So I think that's all I've got. Johnny John, a final thoughts, closing thoughts, whatever you want. No, it's been a, no, it's been a great time catching up with you. Uh, it was awesome going to Gettysburg with you, spending the weekend with you. I'm looking forward to, and whoever's listening at this point, Barbara, if it's anything like Gettysburg was, you got to come join us. Uh, I think we have nailed down the plans of going. um, We'll be there Friday at the event, and then we're going to do the track ride Friday night, going to Modus. Modus block party um, Friday night. Block Friday night, and then Saturday night we're going to kind of just chill at the hotel. I think we're going to, I would actually like to leave the festival early for Saturday afternoon, kind of go back, just chill at the hotel, uh, just hang with everybody. And then uh, I need to get my beauty sleep for my big road trip the next morning. So, yeah, I think, um, like you said, I think Saturday night plan is maybe just get together. Like you said, maybe just you and I and Rico and, Maybe just a couple people, maybe like the clubhouse crew, whoever's there from the the clubhouse. Maybe we just do something small, you know, small dinner or something. And we want to do a little round table recording that night. But like you said earlier, not late in the evening. And then, yeah, you can yeah. get your Betty beauty sleep and head out. And I don't know what I'll, I'll go do, find something to busy my time on Sunday. <laughs> maybe Deb well, will come back. We can hang out with the fashionista. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We got we got to hook up with her. Yeah, it'll be fun. It's going to be a yeah. fun event either way. Yes, it will be. All right, John. Well, thank you. No problem. So, my final thought: just congratulations to Harley for announcing their future plans, and we can't wait to see the live wire and ride it. Can't wait to see the Street Fighter, the ADV, the new custom, all the other electric bikes they're planning. It's going to be good stuff we can't wait to see it and before we close we want to take another moment and thank the riders of loud pipes for their continued support and if you're interested in joining this nice little growing group please visit loudpipes.net forward slash donate uh we used to say we do the show thursdays at 9 p.m eastern (laughs) lately that's been wednesday or whenever we get to it but that is the scheduled time but you can always join us at loudpipes.net forward slash live get in the chat room, mix it up with the fellas um, or some ladies. Hopefully we'll get some women to join us at some point. Follow us on that Mixler app and you'll be notified when we go live. Additional information from this particular episode can be found on our website, loudpipes.net slash 130. We have links there to leave us some feedback, subscribe to the show, follow Million Mile on social media. (laughs) All right, Johnny, kickstands up. Yeah, man, let's roll. All right, let's get out of here. All righty.